best self-directed IRA investments for high interest rates. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's Adam Talks, what can you invest in with your IRA in light of a high interest rate environment? So 2023 has definitely been the year of higher interest rates. Um, I'm gonna have to go back in time to remember a period where we had to consider what the heck to do from an investment standpoint with high interest rates, probably pre-2008. So for a lot of us, you know, barely can remember what happened last year, let alone what we were doing 15, 16, 17 years ago. So I wanted to do this podcast to kind of give you some insight what my clients, a lot of my clients that we've helped over the last, I don't know, year or so, what they're doing with their self-directed IRA. So alternative assets are still super hot. People still want to diversify. Um, people have a big chunk of their savings in equities, uh, fixed income, bonds. So they want to still take a percentage of their overall investment nest egg and allocate it to alternative assets, whether it's for diversification, uh, hedge against inflation, or just kind of invest in a hard asset there is still a growing, growing, significant trend of uh, American retirement investors that still want exposure to alternative assets. So what's the hot investment in 2023 in light of a high interest rate environment? Well, I've seen, and I'm gonna kind of list these kind of like a draft. Um, let's go, you know, first overall pick, I would say gold. Gold is back, baby. Um, I haven't seen this, this demand for gold since the Obama administration. Um, really, the first year of the Obama administration, there was obviously we're coming off the 2008 financial crisis, new president, young president, and there was an explosion in interest in precious metals, gold, uh, bullion, coins, silver, just super, super hot investment. And that got beaten down by uh, the emergence of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ethereum crypto market, and gold kind of you know, took a backseat from I'd say 2012 to really 2022, last 10 years or so, gold precious metals were, were definitely not hot, okay? People were still investing in them. There was still a hedge against inflation. People still trusted them as a hard asset, but they were not hot. Bitcoin, Ethereum and you know, DeFi coins took over. They were the hot alternative asset. Uh, and they replaced precious metals for a lot of investors as the key source of value, reserve value, hedge against inflation. Silicon Valley Bank, First Republic, uh, higher interest rates, obviously FTX, and now Binance, uh, some of the other exchanges that uh, had some difficulties um, really over the last... 15 or so months has hurt the crypto market. Obviously, Bitcoin, Ethereum are down uh, from their high, you know, 40%, 50%. So um, there's still demand for cryptos, but gold, silver, palladium, bullion coins have come back, roaring back. And um, they're fighting back for their territory. So I would say gold, precious metals have been if you were drafting first, in the 2023 alternative asset draft, you'd go gold number one. Yeah, when I say gold, I mean all precious metals. They would be the number one pick. Number two pick, 
promissory notes, right? Banks have pushed back for a lot of hard money loans for real estate investors, small businesses that are having trouble financing inventory or getting a new project off the ground in the real estate world. Hard money loans, private lenders are back, baby. Um, over the last three, four years, banks were just dying to lend money, right? You could have got money from the government for COVID or employee retention credits, but that's run dry. So banks really over the last six months have pulled back lending to um, even good businesses, but especially real estate. Um, so a lot of small business owners and real estate developers have had to turn to private lenders. So hard money lenders are back and they're getting really strong returns. And the reason they're using retirement accounts and written a blog about this is that when you're a hard money lender and use personal funds, the interest you receive back is subject to ordinary income tax rates, not capital gains. So if you use an IRA, there's no tax on the interest you receive. So it's a huge, huge tax play where the capital gains rate is 15%, ordinary income max rate is 37%. So if you can really reduce that to zero and eliminate it, if you use an IRA, that's obviously a major tax advantage. And a lot of hard money lenders are seeing that and saying, hey, if I can do a hard money loan of 100, 200K out of an IRA, um, not only is it a great potential investment, hedge against inflation, diversification play, but I can zero out that tax from up to 37% to zero. So that I would say is the number two pick in this 2023 alternative asset investment draft is promissory notes. First pick, gold and precious metals. Second pick, promissory notes. Third pick, I'm, I'm going real estate. Yeah, real estate, if you have cash, prices have dropped depending on your state where you're looking to buy. Other than Florida, Texas, there's, there's opportunities. Even in New York, California, um, you know, Midwest, there are deals. Prices are coming down. Uh, other than Florida, like I'm in South Florida, prices are still high. There's a lack of inventory. Homes are not moving off the market, but prices have not come down yet. Um, and it's an interesting dichotomy because the people that have bought got really cheap mortgages. So if they're not forced to sell, they're not going to sell. Some have been pressured to sell, but because there's a lack of inventory, prices have stayed relatively high. In other markets, that's not the case. So if you have cash, and most IRA buyers have cash, this is turning into a buyer's market. Okay, And I would expect this to really increase over the next year or so, year to two years when those mortgages are now starting to potentially uh, sure, whether it's a five or 10 year uh, window where you now you have to recalibrate that mortgage to current interest rates. This is going to be the time that some of those sellers are going to be pressured to get off from those um, mortgages because they're not going to be able to afford the increase in mortgage based off current interest rates. So it's starting. I, I would say this has just begun the last two months. The first part of this year, real estate was not as hot as it is now. But real estate's coming back, baby. So I would say that's the number three, residential, especially commercial. If you're able to afford a small commercial building with your IRA or you're part of a syndicate that's buying commercial real estate, that has vast opportunities. Um, 
residential, depending slowly, depending where you are, that's coming. And I would say end of 23, beginning of 24, it's going to ramp up and, and be a really, real hot asset class. But that would be the top three. If I had a, a three-team alternative asset investment draft, I would go precious metals, gold, number one, number two, hard money loans, three, real estate. Um, if I had to kind of go to a fourth pick, it was a three-team lottery, but maybe I'm going fourth. Um, I would say cryptos, but the fear are the exchanges. So we're actually working on a wallet, which we hope to release this year, where you'll be able to take those cryptos off the exchange and satisfy McNulty and the um, custodian requirement and, and get the safety of having the cryptos off an exchange, but also be able to hodl you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever coin you want. So um, cryptos are definitely not as hot as they were last year, 22, um, but there's still a very strong community of crypto enthusiasts that want exposure. They're just very concerned about the exchanges, which you know, I can't blame them. I've, I've had some personal experience with that. I can't blame them. Um, FTX fallout, um, you know, BlockFi, Celsius, Genesis. Uh, it's not been pretty. Um, hopefully through whether it's SEC regulation or CFTC, these exchanges will have to register as broker dealers and become a lot more secure. Uh, have to disclose clients' funds, uh, keep them safe and secure, uh, whether it's through you know, more formal disclosures or uh, more um, regulatory uh, or tighter regulatory framework, the crypto exchanges will be safer. So I am still bullish on cryptos, um, not currently, but if you're a long-term investor, which is what IRA investors are, right? We're investing for the next, like, I'm 47, I'm investing for the next 25, 30 years. So that's why I'm still bullish on cryptos. Uh, I'm just super concerned about the, the lack of accountability on the exchanges. Just reading these um, cases, the SEC's been filing, reading the FTX bankruptcy case, um, you know, and, and some knowledge I have on some other exchanges, um, it's frightening. Um, I think there's a lack of accountability. They, they, there's insurance claims. No one knows what's insured or, or, or who's insured. Um, and, and certainly there's a lot of commingling that, that probably shouldn't happen. So um, this Binance SEC complaint is um, scary. Um, you know, we always were told, you know, Binance is a foreign exchange. U.S. arm of Binance is totally separate. But as this SEC complaint shows, there's certainly lots of U.S. clients that have been able to go on the uh, foreign Binance exchange. And internally, it seems that Binance hasn't done a great job safekeeping client assets. Uh, there's been some commingling allegations. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, those are obviously just allegations. Uh, Binance has a right to defend themselves, just like FTX, some of these other uh, companies. So, you know, we are still innocent until proven guilty in this great country of ours. So uh, let's see how that plays out. But I would put cryptos uh, number four. The fifth um, crowdfunding is, is there's been a reemergence of like crowd CF uh, regulations where Small businesses have been having trouble raising money through banks. So they're raising up to $5 million from friends and family, taking advantage of this um, reg CF where you could um, kind of register lightly with the SEC and raise up to $5 million from uh, investors without having to do formal SEC um, 
regulation slash reporting. Um, it's all also for smaller companies that can raise up to 5 million because a lot of the larger funds are using like reg A's or reg D's where they can raise 75 million or so, but um, that has softened. Those reg D's, reg A's, uh, the private placements that you've seen from larger companies, uh, pipes, uh, even hedge funds, private equity, that's uh, softened a bit this year. Um, the funds that have money are still looking to allocate them, but new funds have had a more difficult time raising money, clearly, uh, you know, based off you know, the marketplace. But it's still a pretty hot environment for alternative assets. People are still looking to get exposure, uh, especially in their retirement accounts, since they're so heavily focused um, with, with private wealth uh, savings in equities and fixed income. They like to use their IRA uh, account for more alternative assets as a diversion diversification play just what's changed in 23 is the allocation of investments has changed um gold is, is fought the way fought all the way back up to be the leader in 23 with other precious metals and i mentioned you know promissory notes especially convertible notes those those have come back strong convertible notes i did a podcast on that on convertible notes a little while ago um what a convertible note is is you start as a lender and then you convert to equity and generally in the heyday and easy money. A lot of businesses have not wanted convertible notes because they don't want to dilute themselves. And they just basically said, we, we don't, we can get money from other places. We'll, we'll happily do a note with you. You can we'll borrow from you, but we don't want you to convert to equity. Now companies are more desperate and, and lenders have more of the leverage and are asking for convertible notes at uh, the ability to take debt converted to equity at, at a reduced valuation, which will give them greater upside. So Convertible promissory notes are back um, because lenders now have the leverage, um, whereas the borrowers used to, since there was so much free money uh, floating around that borrowers could take their pick on who they wanted to lend from. That is not the case in 2023. So hope you guys enjoyed my uh, little mini alternative asset investment draft. Kind of wanted to do a draft since the NBA draft is approaching and I love drafts, football, NBA draft, my favorite two days of the year. I just love it. It's just the excitement and the, uh, the opportunity and, and the future, right? Everything could be good, right? We don't know how these players are going to be. We're, we have a, a lot of faith and uh, we see the good and the upside. So I thought this draft would, would be interesting too, because there's still a lot of hot, exciting alternative assets that people are jumping into. Just it's a changing order from 2022. So appreciate you guys spending some time with me today. Leave a comment. I'd uh, love to hear from you guys. Um, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, appreciate it. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And I hope to see everyone again next week. Take care.